Welcome back to the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez. Joining me on this episode are the hosts of the Waffle Top Podcast located in the UK. I have the boys, Paolo and Donnie. And unfortunately, their third co-host, Bammy, couldn't make it. I did come across their podcast on Instagram not too long ago. I listened to a few of their episodes, laughed my ass off, and was also intrigued with some of their episode topics in regards to dating, work struggles, and life in general, given that it is the male perspective. I messaged the boys and told them we needed to collab and they agreed. So before we get started, Paolo and Donnie, I'm going to ask you guys a question so the listeners can get to know you better. Where is somewhere you would like to travel to and why? To be honest, I would want to go Jamaica again. I've got a lot of family over there as well. And you can't go wrong over Jamaica. It's hot every day. Sand, sea, little breeze, little juice. You can't go wrong. It's just beautiful, beautiful country. Love it. You will love it as well. Jamaica's can't go wrong with that. I'm sorry. The food, everything, everything. I'm taking that as an invite. I'm going to go to Jamaica. Yes, do that. Go to Jamaica. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. Literally. What about you, Paolo? I've got a couple places, but to be honest with you, the place like the sort of top of my list, probably say going back to sort of Portugal, because that's where like some of my, my dad's family side are from Portugal. So from there, just going there, that's one of the places I think I've enjoyed when I go back. But I haven't been everywhere, if that makes sense. I've been to like the capital. I've been to the coast. I want to go and look at some other places there and just get more immersed in the culture, if that makes sense. So like I think culture is very important. Like Donnie said, he comes from a Jamaican background. I'm, I'm mixed, obviously, English, Irish, Portuguese. So... It's, it's a bit of a crazy mix but I want to go Ireland as well Ireland's good I've never been but I've got loads of family I've got loads of family there as well so I, I, I don't know yeah Ireland Portugal I would say I'm split between two can I pick two? Yeah <laughs> So yeah Ireland and Portugal defo 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 It makes two of us because you're like I, I don't know if you've gone I have never gone I have not gone anywhere else besides the United States and Mexico I should should explore I other want, places I would like to go Mexico I would like to is, is, is it scary over there? I don't know how how is how is Mexico. You know, Donnie, I feel like it's scary everywhere, especially as a woman. It's hard for me to travel, but I will say my family's amazing. We will take you in. Grandma has Mexican food galore. We got the little mercados, club life, bebeing. I mean. If you ever do come down to Mexico, I will make it an experience for you. I got you. <laughs> I right, cool cool. All right. I like that. I like that. You too, Paolo. You're also invited. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was waiting for the invite. <laughs> Don't want to yeah, exclude you. Because crazy, but like from a UK perspective, yeah, like a lot of Americans go there. A lot of people from the UK, but it's normally like students or whatnot, and they go there for a summer break. Cancun, that's it. Cancun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cancun. That's Cancun. that's that's where like that's where people from the UK go to when they go to Mexico. They don't really go. I would say other places in Mexico, people only really know like Cancun. If that makes sense. No, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. <laughs> disclosure, that is where I spent my birthday and it was well, amazing. Yeah. You, yeah, I went to Cancun go? and it was bomb. But uh, my family is a little spread out in Mexico. So my dad is from Puebla, which is a city. It's about an hour away from Mexico City. And then my mom is from a little countryside town called Las Pilas, which is about an hour away from Moredia and a good amount of hours away from Mexico City. So it's spread out. Okay. So if you guys ever visited me, we will explore everything. Mexico City, Puebla. We can also check out the countryside. It's just like you guys are saying, like there's so much more to it than just the uh, touristy locations, which is Cancun. Mm. There's just so much beauty in Mexico. So you guys are definitely in for a treat if you ever come down. I live in the States, but I will make that trip. Yeah. Well, with that, I mean, like, let's go ahead and just get started with this episode. Let's yeah, go, cool. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. In honor of Black History Month, we are going to touch on the Black Lives Matter protests that took place last year in 2020 in regards to police brutality and look at the comparison between the BLM protests and the riot, or coup is the correct word, that happened at the Capitol only a few weeks ago. This will be an interesting episode as we are going to get the insight from Paolo and Donnie who live in another country and how probably the rest of the world see the United States and what their opinion on the coup that happened at the Capitol is. We're also going to compare our target Trump to their Walmart version of Trump, also known as Boris Johnson. We will also talk about how we all came together in regards to Black Lives Matter, how that was the biggest movement in the U.S. history and the largest global movement as well, and how that movement took place in the U.K. This episode will hopefully educate you and show you that no matter where you are in the world, we are all struggling and we all need to be united. 
My first question for you guys, mind telling us a little bit about yourselves? My name is Paolo. I've grown up in London, lived here sort of my whole life. Uh, and yeah, like, like you said, I've gone to school here. Parents, like I said, are from Portugal, England, Ireland, so mixed all over. In terms of what, what I'd done growing up, you know, a normal sort of person went to school, studied, went college and then I started working I think the system here is slightly different to America where a lot of people go to sort of universities colleges we normally just have a college which would be I think your high school leave and then I sort of threw myself into full-time work so yeah like I said I've grown up I grew up in sort of a normalish area can be rough sometimes um, but uh, yeah like I've just had a normal upbringing I don't drink tea <laughs> just throw that one out there yeah, um, I don't drink yeah, tea but I drink I drink a lot of coffee so yeah um, I'm 20 26 years old and yeah like I said to you it's I've been doing this for about a year with a sort of co-host here and uh, Bami as well who couldn't make it he's just joined recently so yeah and I've I've known only known Donny for a couple of years as well so I haven't known him a long time we sort of met up not too long ago and just had mutual passions so that was how we got to know each other and what we're doing now. Uh, Donnie, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Moi? Me? Uh, well, raised and born in London. Background is Jamaican-Dominican. Uh, went to uh, church school, primary school, church school. And from there, went to a mixed school afterwards. Played football as well. I was a professional footballer, but I got injured and things went left. And so started working. First job was McDonald's. Don't hate McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's the first job from there. Was doing college as well. But apart from that uni stuff, the uni wasn't me. I couldn't be able to study anymore. So after the college thing, I did carpentry at college. After the carpentry at college, I said, you know what? I can't do this no more. Studying is not for me. So I went to work, full-time work. I did McDonald's and then worked in game and other situations as well. So apart from that, I'm close to my family as well. Like what Paula said as well. Uh have known for a few years. Passion. Me and him got the same beliefs and everything yeah apart from that i mean i'm a family family guy as well and i'm 38 as well yeah, didn't know that. i'm 26 he's 38 <laughs> yeah. wow yeah okay. black, yeah. black, black don't crack i know i know <laughs> what made you guys want to start your podcast i'm quite opinionated and i always wanted to do it for a while and then i was with so there was there's two other guys that used to start the podcast with us um two of our other friends so we'd done it with them we done it with them for a while um and then they sort of stepped away and it was me and donnie pretty much hosting it ourselves taking it forward and yeah, I mean, I think uh, probably just a passion for, like, in the UK, like, the YouTube scene in general and podcast scene is quite big. So, oh. like, and because it's such a small place, a lot of people, a lot of people have podcasts, but a lot of people engage with podcasts here as well. And mm -hmm. YouTube, YouTubers and, you know, that sort of content creation and that market. Yeah. And, yeah, literally, I've grown up watching all that sort of content as well. And it's always something I wanted to do. So yeah, literally, I just said to I said to the a couple of our boys like let's let's do a podcast, and that's how it started. And then come up with a name Waffle Top because I talk a lot. Although I will try to tone it down to let you lot get words in today. And literally, that's it. That's it. And that, that's literally how it started. It's been going since um, we started recording in our bedrooms in my bedroom, and then moved to a studio five episodes in. So it's quite crazy because like it's quite a professional setup we're in now. But beforehand, it was literally one microphone in the middle of the bed and we was all sort of around it just talking. Yeah. So it's a Aww. bit, it's crazy, really. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> how it started. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so cool. It gives me a little yeah, bit of inspiration since I'm just starting out. How did you guys come up with the name Waffle Top, by the way? That's well, a good question, actually. Why do we say Waffle Top? Though? I don't I know. Said, I don't, literally, I, was, I think I was sitting there because I do, I do a lot of the editing for the podcast. So I, I do a lot of the editing and the background stuff as well. Same as Donnie, we all sort of take our turns with responsibilities, but mainly I do the editing and all the me marketing media side of it. So even when you got in contact with me, uh, with the account, you was talking to me, but I was on there just typing as like Waffle Top, yeah. So, it, yeah, I, I mean, I think we come up with it. I, I think I come up with the name. Um, and just put it to these lot and said, what do you think of this? And they were like, yeah, cool. Yeah, like, that's, that's, yeah. that's good. It's, it's a podcast and waffling, waffling is, it just means talking a lot. So it's, yeah, literally that, that's where it come from, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. That's cute. Cause like, yeah. 
I'm so sorry. This is like probably the American in me, but I was thinking like waffles, like, you know, like the food. <laughs> waffles, yeah, yeah, no. Nah. And I was like, waffle top. Okay. I don't, I don't know what it means, but I mean, like, that's probably like a play on words, like how my, like my podcast title is self-conscious. So it's like, it's probably the same thing. So I'll just ask them when I see them. Oh, yeah, that's no, funny. there is. There is waffles in the word, though, if you see it. There's, like, waffles in the background. We just thought we'd throw that in, but right. it's got nothing so to do I with the waffles. Right, so I was deceived to believe it was waffles. Oh, they, no, they are. They are, <laughs> they yeah. Are. It's, <laughs> nothing to do, it's nothing to do with waffles. It's crazy, honestly, yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit of a mind game. Unless you ask, yeah, you won't know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a bit hard to understand. <laughs> so but, yeah. I have a little bit of an understanding of what your podcast is, it? and I've kind of let the listeners know but what is your podcast about we cover everything but i'll let donny i'll let you explain this one yeah it's a mixture we cover everything i mean there's banter jokes comedy and then obviously serious things like this the black, black lives matter or like i don't know we've had a few deep conversations childhood like life and cultures and everything like that so we cover everything there's nothing we don't back down from nothing at all so anything you want to talk about we just everything like that's what we do that's what we do Mm. open open mic open mic for anybody perfect so what are what are you guys hoping to achieve with your podcast just to grow it really yeah we 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 just do it for passion i just enjoy putting content out the long go i suppose is just to get people to keep on listening and tuning in obviously when you start something like this you just want to grow um Mm. but it does take time like i said to you we we've done all right with sort of spotify and then like the audios we started with audios and then we noticed, we was told by the guy at the studio, the studio that we rent, the guy who runs it actually is like paved the career in basically doing podcasts and YouTube as well. So he makes a lot of money doing it. So he mm. does his own like episodes and stuff. And I got advice off of him. And he's, you know, he said to me, the, the podcast side of things evolves when you go to video. So when you do video episodes, one, but one, the thing is, once you start them, you can't stop them. So well, since mm-hmm. we started, then we've had to obviously carry on. I think from it, what we're just looking for is to engage with people, talk about things that are important. We've kind of changed the direction we're going. We listen a lot to the feedback that people give us, which I think is important when you do a podcast. Ultimately, you want fans to listen to it. So in the end of the day, taking positive and negative feedback is important, if that makes sense. 100%. 100%. Um, but what do you, yeah, I mean, what do you think, Donnie? I think it's the same. Like, I think, yeah, no, that's, that's where we're at. Yeah, anything, anything that any um, comments we get, we take it in and then we do better on the next episode, whatever, regardless of it is, you know what I mean? So that's that's what we do. It's not yeah, it's we, a good book. We've definitely just sort of swung away from the wild stuff we've been talking about before that yeah, you may have yeah. heard. <laughs> we've moved to stuff that, I don't know, we kind of passed that now, if that makes sense. So we just talked yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, rea- with like our recent episodes, like reality of buying a first home in the UK. You know, and the the the, re, the most recent one we done was Lost Generation, which is which come out the other day, and th- those are just real topics that people can engage with. I think it's important to have just really solid content, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I've kind of yeah. noticed that you guys have been progressing towards more, I g- would say, topic. serious topics. Yeah. yeah, it's still bantering it, but we had to be serious at the same time. So yeah, yeah it's like a moment. it's a it's a good mix of both. Hundred percent. As a listener from the US, I like it so far. But that's just me. <laughs> Ooh, that's all right. That's cool. That's, that's, good. Good. that's good. That's amazing. <laughs> Same likewise, you guys listening to a couple of your episodes. Is only like in terms of podcasts, I think I'll be honest with you, the only one from America previously that I've listened to is like um Joe Rogan. His podcast has got heavy influence over here. But obviously when I heard about you guys, I think you guys bring up some really good topics as well. I think the one about I seen you post do a little post, I think it was today or yesterday of a clip about how to growing up in a Mexican household. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's good to share, share cultural experiences as well. So I think them episodes kind of draw people in. So I think it's good content, to be honest. I really appreciate that, especially because you guys have been doing this a lot longer than I have. So thank you so much mm-hmm. for that. I'm listening to you guys. I can like, you know, also educate myself and also help myself to do better uh, podcast content and all that. I was talking to a friend who also has been doing their podcast for like over a year or so. And they were saying, as long as you're passionate about it, as long as you like what you're putting out there, it will always be a successful podcast. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. I think we definitely, we definitely forced it at the start, Donny. I think with some of the episodes. What I mean by that is, I think we, some of the content we previously put out, I think we were just we doing just, it for the sake of it. Yeah, we were just doing it for the sake of it. And I feel it was rushed as well. I mean, yeah. some people some people do this podcast and think, yeah, if I do one episode, I'm going to blow up. 
I'm gonna get money, gonna get paid. It's not that's that's not it don't work like that. It takes time. You know what I mean? Right. You shouldn't be thinking about the money. You're trying to trying to like like I said for the audience. Just talk to the exactly. audience. Cool. But everyone's like money, money, money. It don't work like that. There's steps. You can't just dive right. in like that. You take steps. But people don't think like that. But me and Paul I feel like you gotta it. go into it with pure intentions, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm. well, yeah. Like if it like I said, that we're not thinking about the money, we're just thinking about content and making people just listen to our podcast. That's it. And if right. you get people, celebs coming in, whatever, then that's that's a bonus for us. You know what I mean? The money will come eventually, but we're not thinking about that right now. But people think differently, which is not a good look. Yeah, no, I agree. So I guess, I mean, like, let's get into what the theme was going to be. In that case, I was talking to Paolo on, through Instagram. And we were talking about, like, well, what would be a good theme to talk about? What's something interesting we could both relate to? You brought up the fact, well, I think the riot that happened at your guys' capital is bonkers. So we should definitely talk about that because I can tell you how we see it. So out of curiosity, how does the UK, or I guess you guys speaking for the UK, how do you guys see the United States right now? Before we get into the riot, before we touch that, just how do you see us in general? You look crazy, bro. You don't need help. You, need, you don't need Jesus. You need Jesus in your life because, I mean, I don't even know. Oh, I don't say I'm lost for words. I feel like I think yeah, go America's on. gone downhill since Barack Obama's left and Trump taken over at the time. It's just gone shits up. Like I don't, I, I literally don't understand what's going on in America right now. Like people are, I mean, the media don't make the media don't make it look good as well. Yeah. But people are literally scared to visit America, even if you've got family over there, because it's ridiculous. You can't, there's nothing you can do without getting stopped. It's just crazy. I don't understand. I literally, I can't, I can't talk. Follow, take off. I can't. I, I don't know what to say. I literally don't know what to say. <laughs> I, can't, I can't put I think, into words. I, I can't put into words. It's that bad. I, defi- it's that I bad. definitely, the thing is that it's definitely not like obviously putting everyone into one basket, but yeah. there's a group of people that I think with America that are just crazy. It's, yeah, it's, laugh- it's funny though. Because memes get put up about them and videos get made of like these Americans who are talking absolute rubbish. I don't know, like it's crazy. I don't know how a guy with that much of a spray tan gets allowed to be president. I don't get it. I was actually looking at this the other day, yeah. From a business point of view, he's obviously a successful businessman, Donald Trump. There's no denying, you know, whether you like him or not, he's made money. But he's got again, he's got himself into debt and these sort of things. But politically, with the other issues, apart from just growing the economy there's having allies around the world and other world issues and issues of yeah. the country and probably stuff like the whole thing behind BLM and what happened. There's that issue as well, which I don't think Trump addressed well at all for a president of the United States. But I don't know. They, they, there's so many aspects, I think, to being a president. I think being president of the United States is definitely probably the hardest job in the world because, again, you're, 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 ultimately, you're ultimately the world leader, really. America's seen yeah. is up there. Yeah, at the same mm. time, I think it's crazy. Like, but then again, you lot got you lot allowed to carry guns on that. So it's just, that in itself is man- mental because already, like, I, I think you you f- you add fuel to the fire with everything going on. Uh, not you right. guys specifically, but like some Americans add fuel to the fire. If there's like a protest, it gets more dangerous. And I think when people are carrying guns around, I think it's just 100%. crazy. I think it's, it's crazy. Mad. It takes. It takes one unbalanced person to turn around and just do a shooting. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's that's one it's thing we don't have mad. in these countries. We, we, I mean, you can people get them illegally, but it's not something that's available. I think there's a lot of things about America. I think that the UK sees that as a bit, I think more recently than ever, what I'm trying to say is people are glad they kind of not gone there on holiday or they had their holidays cancelled just because yeah, of everything 100. going on. And then yeah, obviously cool. you guys with the coronavirus as well how that that was mental as well like how it's spread in america yeah everything really i think I did, the last four years no the last year has been a horror show for the usa yeah, let's been, be honest yeah, let's be right. I, I, I actually it's mad because you see on the news that like, oh my gosh i have a this policeman done this this person got arrested this person got i'm like bro every day there's something happening in america i'm like what the hell is going on like it's crazy it's I, and I feel it for some people. Obviously, some people are not really in that kind of crowd. But when you see it on your news or it's on your Instagram or any internet, any feedback, you think, wow, that happened even, today. 
Yeah. Even oh. sorry to just sorry to just jump in quick, but even with like your the own president tried to build a whole wall to keep Mexicans out. Do you know how what wild that is? What's that, bro? Do you know like, how wild that is? Mate. It's crazy. Like, so for, yeah, for us, yeah, but it's crazy, like I say, from an outside point of view. But then again, you know, I was watching I was on TikTok the other day and there was this video that came on my feed and I was like I, I think it was this girl from Canada and she's like you know, as somebody who's watching the United States from outside, from an outsider's perspective, are y'all good? Like, do you guys need Jesus? Like, what do you guys need from us? And then there was this girl who replied and she was like crying and she's like having a full on mental breakdown. And she's like, no, we're good. I mean, we're good. I'm dead, but I'm alive, but I'm dead. I mean, I don't know if I'm actually okay or not. But the, I mean, I feel like collectively, I feel like the best description to say this is I was talking to a friend about it because we had our presidential election last year and you know, Joe Biden won. But I think it was such a relief for so many people because I feel like America was in a toxic relationship and we could not get out of that toxic relationship. Like we had no way of getting out and everybody it's, I don't know if you guys know, but I've had a friend who's been in a toxic relationship and everybody sees that they're in a toxic relationship, but that friend doesn't see their way out of getting out of that toxic relationship. Like they know they're in it, but they don't know how to get Mm. out of it. And all you could do as a friend or as an outsider is like, just stand there and like, feel sorry for them you know Mm. and so I feel like that was the rest of the world the rest of the world were like our friends and our family watching us suffer and not be able to get out of this toxic relationship so when like the presidential election happened and people were celebrating because I think I need to clarify for me I voted for Biden but I don't agree with everything Joe Biden is going to be doing for this country however I want to point out that Donald Trump won because he used hate to win that election back in mm. 2016. And the same yep. thing happened with Biden. Biden also used hate to win his election because it's not that people were in support of Joe Biden. It was that people hated Donald Trump and therefore, you know, but yeah, choose anybody that was not Donald Trump. So there is that. But for me, as an insider, as an American, <laughs> now I agree with you guys. I think America has gone to shit. Bad, man. I think it's been bad for a while. It just with President Trump's election, it was just everything that was bad just came to the surface. Yeah. Racism has always existed, but it was sh- like, but it was highlighted because it was something that Donald Trump used to win his election again. And so mm-hmm. racism was running rampant in this country and people were a lot more ballsy, a lot more confident to be upright races in front of you and tell you that they didn't like you. Like, it's crazy to me, like how many people were killed openly just because of the color of their skin. Also, how much discrimination there was going on. Just because we had a racist president, they felt they had the right to be incredibly racist to anybody. Um, It was, and like, I knew, like this is four years ago. So I was probably in my early twenties and I was like, I knew the country was bad and I knew it sucked but I didn't know how much of a shithole this country really was and the disgusting people that walk this country. And, you know, it made me step back. and I was like, I don't know if I ever want to have a family here, if I want to raise a kid here, or if I even want to be an American anymore. But I mean, that's, but I mean, that also feel like for me personally, I feel like that would have been a problem because there's no way I can be like, I can't be an American because I'm Mexican-American. I have both cultures. I have both countries. Now, I'm glad a lot of people are seeing it. But as the new generation, we need to change that shift because there's a, I feel like there's a reason why things have been getting crazier and why privileged white people, aka Trump supporters, because they're a different breed from from Republicans but I feel like there's a reason why they're getting so upset because they're realizing that they are no longer the majority they are the minority and that mm-hmm. people of color are starting to come into their self-worth or come are recognizing their value and are recognizing their power because in this presidential election that just happened it's the presidential election where so many black people voted especially in the south it's also the presidential election where Native American people also came through on their votes. So this is really like where people from that were told to like hide in the shadows showed up and said, no, like, fuck you. Like, we're taking back our country. Like, mm. we're changing this. It, it was a, a shift for everybody. And I think maybe that's why people are so upset because they're realizing like, I guess, in my opinion, white people are realizing that they're losing their power because they're no longer being able to control people of color. Mm-hmm. 100%. Strong opinion 100%. as well. It's true, man. 
yeah, I feel it for American man. I do feel it for them. At the same time, don't get, don't get it twisted. It's not just America that has racism and all that. In London, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Not as bad as America, but we have that. And it's it's very... It hurts. If, if you haven't been through it, obviously you must have been through it. We've all been through it, but it hurts when it's you. It's just, you just don't know what to do. You want to do something, but it's like, you're just shocked. Wow, what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Yeah. yeah, I've been through a lot of sticky situations and I just, it hurts, man. It, it, it really hurts, literally. I feel like that's a good segue into my other question that I had for you guys. So what is your opinion on our Donald Trump? And then we can compare him to your, I guess I was talking to Paolo when I texted him. Mm. And I was like, you know, mm. I feel like we have the Target version of Trump and you guys have the Walmart version of Trump. So we should we should talk about that. What, how do you guys, what, yeah, I mean, Donnie, you've been very kind of um, clear on your thoughts about Donald Trump. So what is your opinion on him? On Donald Trump or Boris? Which one? Walmart, let's do Boris Don, let's the- do Donnie first and then let's do Boris. Donald Trump, I don't know. I, to be fair, yeah, he's, I, I, what I've noticed about him though, he's very honest. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not agreeing with him. I'm just saying he's very honest in what he says. So if he says, I don't like you. I don't like you. Mexican, black, whatever. I just don't like you. He's just straight up honest. He don't care. He don't care if you hurt your feelings. He don't care. He's just straight to the point. But then when the shit hits the fan and it's something bad on him, he denies it. Like, I don't know, touching girls' bums and stuff and doing other stuff. Like, he tries to deny some things like that. But but to me, Donald is very, um, he's an evil man with orange (laughs) tan. At least he's honest about the fact that he hates you. Yeah, he's honest. He don't, that's something like, I know people don't like him, but he he, he don't care. He said, I don't like you. I de- don't like you. Simple as. I, I like, don't care. Yeah, that's that. Uh, I think that's, I, I wouldn't even say I respect him for that. I would I say, know, I don't respect him, but I know, honest. I know I where like I am him. with somebody. If you just say, I don't like you, that's yeah, exactly. fine. Yeah. That's fine. I will then say I though that he, sorry, not to interrupt you, Paolo. He is honest, but he doesn't take accountability for his actions. And that's yeah. where my yeah. big issue with yeah. him is. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Donald, he's a strange character for me. Like, I don't know. I, I can't work him out. Like, he, he just does. I, I, I've never seen, well, again, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've just never seen a world leader who's had cases at him for groping women, who's had, I think he tried to pay off, like, Russia, pay Russians or Ukrainians to investigate Biden. Was it Biden or someone else? He paid. He, he got investigated for that as well, or something to do with Russia. And when you get involved with Russia, that's always. I know Americans and Russia. That's always a, a bit of a sort of a sore subject because I know they ain't the best of friends. So, it, yeah. it's, well, I don't yeah. know because there's like pictures yeah. of him hugging Putin. So they're like besties. I don't know. Oh, God. all of a sudden they're besties. But hey, <laughs> it's probably his retirement plan, so he don't get extra. <laughs> like he don't get arrested. He get he get yeah. extradited. Do we get taken to Russia and he just settle there? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's I think that's his plan. I think it's tricky pulling the wall over everyone's eyes. But I don't know. Yeah, I think obviously, very obviously, he's racist in a sense. I mean, like for example, I know you you probably go into this, but what he's done in the last couple of weeks, I don't see how he can even convince himself he's not responsible. I don't, I don't get it. He he's, he said on TV. He said on TV, March, go there. Yeah. You know, it, and then and then it, it for me it was the language. So if you look at the language when the Black Lives Matter movement happened, it was when the looting starts, the shooting starts. I think he said. Then when the looting and shooting started at the Capitol building, his interview came out, and in his interview he said, "I know you're all angry, and I love you all, but please go home." And I know there was a lot of looting in America with the uh, Black Lives Matter protest, but if you want to compare the two. The use of language in one and the use of language in other, you can mm. already see the kind of agenda he has, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so, and I mean, we will talk about that on this episode as well. It is yeah. coming up. We're just giving context right now in regards to that. There was a New York Times article that came out not too long ago, too. I'm sure you can look it up. It was basically like Donald Trump was having like a press conference and he basically just said, like, I, I'm not taking accountability. He's like, I agreed with everything that went down at the Capitol in regards to the coup that occurred. Nothing wrong was about it. They were just being patriotic or whatever. But also, I don't know if you guys know this, been circulating like social media, the whole Donald Trump family was having a watch party of the coup that was happening 
Like they were having a watch party and celebrating and laughing while things were getting destroyed, while somebody spit it on Nancy Pelosi's desk. It was a party. And I was like, for me, I was like, this is disgusting. If this had been Black people or like the Black Lives Matter protests, they had stormed the Capitol building. There is no way in hell there would have been anybody coming out of that alive. Like there would have been a massacre. Right. We, right. we, got, we got a saying here and it's yeah. shots would be getting licked. Yeah. People will be getting shot. People would be getting shot left, Listen, right, and center. You're crazy. If it was that way, so you know what I mean. It's it's crazy. Bro, it's it's, it's crazy. And I think the worst thing is, and I think at points of that capital riot, and I know you're going to go into it, but the context behind this is, I think you saw the way the police just let them through. Let point. them that through. Was the funniest, <laughs> like escorted them. They escorted yeah, them. Go left. Go right. Mm-hmm. What? We've kind of talked on Donald Trump. We're getting to it. We're all in agreement. He's trash, has a lack of accountability. At least he's honest when he tells you he hates you. You said that you think he's a great businessman. I would have to disagree. The man has had bankruptcy so many times. And after that coup, nobody wants to have business with him. So I don't know if that was his best move. Mm, No, I I know. I I talk about, I think, past, past. I mean, every billionaire has definitely gone into debt. There's no denying it at one point. But I'm not saying probably moving forward, he might, he's definitely fucked. But I mean, like, you know, his past <laughs> ventures have mm. obviously pulled off. I mean, like you said to you, there, there's so many, like, we, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists over in England as well. So the, 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 the stuff that we come up with is not, like, I've heard stuff like there's a pedo ring, a pedophile ring with like Donald Trump and a couple of other people. Oh, it's, that's it's nuts. real. That's yeah, real. That's, that's real. not a conspiracy <laughs> that's theory. That's real. <laughs> the man is a pedophile i'm gonna re-emphasize the fact that there's such a thing called white privilege and mm-hmm. donald trump has white privilege like he has been able to get away with so much shit and like you were saying paulo like it's crazy to me like how he's the president of the united states or even was able to achieve that like it's crazy to me how we allowed that to happen but then it's not just him like yeah. i like i was telling you guys like he used hate to get that power and it's so appalling to me of how much how much hate and racism there is in this country that you know they would put this man up there in a position of power just to keep us people of color as minorities just to stomp on us so there's so much history into Donald Trump i feel like i don't want to give him more attention than he has already gotten yeah 100% 100% but definitely, he's definitely. definitely like not a good man he has done so much damage i don't know if you guys saw there was a documentary on netflix about four black kids in new york um, yes in new york that were arrested for raping a park is it when, when, when they, they see us, see us? See yes us there you go yeah. thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. uh the central yeah. park 5 that's what they were because donald trump paid newspapers to put out that they all these boys these children should face the death penalty and with lack of evidence because again like they were criminalized because of the color of their skin without any evidence to like prove that they were really behind the rape and murder that occurred mm. and so i was like the hate that this man has for people of color is so disgusting to me like i'm like mm. i cannot believe this is this is who we had as president like i told you guys we were in a toxic relationship i will leave it at the fact that there's a special place in hell for donald trump 100%. i'm not sure where i'm going whether it be heaven or hell but if i'm going down to hell i'm gonna make a special request to satan himself if i can torture donnie myself but that's just me <laughs> 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 so let's talk about your walmart version of donald trump how's life with boris johnson do you know what yeah i don't think when you compare it to trump there's no comparison for me and i don't like him but he's mm-hmm. definitely not Trump. Like in terms of yeah, he's Trump. like Trump's wild. That goes on another level. When we talk about Boris, he's, he's he, stupid. He, <laughs> he's stupid. He's stupid. He's stupid. Yeah, he, he, he's no more than stupidness. He. The problem is obviously we're at the moment we're in like a national lockdown, and it's been going on on and off for like a year. And like he'll do like press conferences that will get addressed to the nation, but he'll just make mistakes all the time. Or they'll go back after the press conference and say, well, no, you can't do this. You need to do that. I don't know. It's misleading from his half. But when it comes to, with, with regards to the protests, the only thing that I will say the difference was is when you had the BLM protests, they focused it on the, the thing of coronavirus spreading, which I can understand. I can understand that definitely because mm. of the crowds and the people not wearing masks. 
But at the yeah. same time, I was kind of like, well, it's got to this point where people don't didn't care about that. They didn't care about catching coronavirus. I mean, personally, I didn't go because I've got vulnerable people in my household. So it's different. And I know it was the same for you, Donny, as well. But yeah, yeah. I showed my support in a different way. But I think Boris Johnson's a strange character. I don't know how much of you lot you lot see of him from America, but he's he he just he's I think he's not able to make decisions correctly. Not properly. Not, gets, not good gets, one. Get, gets things wrong. Yeah, all 100%. the time. He he made a comment. There was a video that come out uh, where he had a comment on. It was a Muslim woman who was wearing like a full on burqa, which is their religious clothing dressing that covers from like their their head to toe. And obviously you can see their eyes, that's it. And he actually called, he called her a post box on TV. As Prime Minister, he called her a post box. Post boxes like we have in the UK, the Red Royal Mail boxes, tourists probably see it when you come over here. But that's that's literally what he called somebody wearing that. So it's like, it's, he's definitely got his views and then afterwards come out and try to apologise for it. But the thing is, when you're Prime Minister and you come up, so say racist things like that, it's... You can't exactly apologise for it afterwards because you're only apo- you're only apologising because of the backlash you're getting, yeah, not exactly. because you mean it. Do you know what exactly. I mean? There's a difference. Is when people apologise for saying something racist, they're not apologising because because they're sorry they were racist. They're sorry because they've either been caught saying it, or yeah. right. they they're apologising because they they've been put under pressure to apologise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's exactly. there's a hundred people not, outside not, their house. Yeah, ready number to two talk said to their house. Do you know what I mean? Boris, you gotta say sorry. You're not number two said you gotta say sorry because that was racist. He goes, oh, I, I didn't know. I, I I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll say sorry. No, no, no. And and we've had our fair share of problems over here in the UK with with regards to sort of same thing with uh, police brutality and whatnot. It's on a different scale to America in terms of I wouldn't say. Obviously, America is a bigger country. I wouldn't say as many have died over here as America, but it's been the same focus that America has yeah. had in terms of black people yeah. being killed. A lot of the time by restraints and people getting heart attacks that aren't allowed to be restrained in certain positions, but the police carry on or they, you know, so we definitely have our issues here. And he come out and Boris come out and also said, well, the country's not that racist. You know, when you say not that racist, what the hell does that mean? Well, <laughs> you know it's mean? Black like it's mad there's racism everywhere it is what it is you're yeah. gonna it's, it's hard to not if ugh, i can't explain it. it's hard to not see racism everyone's got racism in them but there's yeah. ways of dealing with it but it's just how you deal with it some people can't take it and i, I feel like as well with racism it can get someone so bad they want to kill themselves like speak that guy in school getting bullied because of your hair's too long or i oh, don't know she's got nice lips her lips are too big or it's just, it happens. And that's how people commit suicide. It's like, wow, she killed or he killed herself because this person bullied that person. And if people just spoke to that kid or spoke to the individual and said, look, that's not a good thing. Da, da, da. But I feel like, again, it's the upbringing in your household. If you're not, if you're not learning about racism, then there's no hope for you. There's none. That's the thing. I don't think we educate each other. Well, I don't think we're educated on racism. We're just kind of thrown to the wolves and it just experience it. And then that's how we start learning about racism. I actually talked about it on the episode that you guys were mentioning about growing up Mexican. And I think that's season Mm. one, episode nine. And I talked about like my first experience with racism. And I think that was like the, and I was only like eight years old, but I think that's like the moment where my innocence was kind of like tainted. You, You was eight. I was eight when I experienced it. Well, I was like, that was my first, first time really experiencing it or like the first time I can remember experiencing racism. And then like I mentioned later on, like it's been subtle in other ways, but I think when Trump came into presidency in 2016, the interactions I've had in regards to racism, they would become abundantly clear. Yeah, but I agree. I think we definitely need to start educating about racism because it's something that exists. It's something that exists, especially if you're a person of color. It doesn't go away in a day. We've been talking about it for a while, but it's been ignored. Yeah. No matter what you do, like what you said, like, we talk about it every day. It's been going on for how many years now? And it's right. only now people are starting to open up, like, to come forward. Like I said, the, 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 um, the thing in America, you know, people are now, like, stepping forward saying, you know what, let's take a stand. We need to take a stand now. Otherwise, it's going to be peak. It's going to be peak for everyone. And everyone's taking a stand. But some, And again, I feel like people are taking a stand, but some of them are taking a stand for the wrong reasons. Because right. some of them want to fight and some of them want to protest that. Would, 
it's one or the other. You can't want to fight everyone. You can't fight everyone. It's impossible. I think I saw really, it's a quote from Denzel Washington. I posted it on my Instagram, actually. It sort of related to what happened in America, especially then what rattled around the world, what it caused, like the shockwave it caused, and how the BLM protests, them protests kicked off. So I think he was saying, there's a sheep and a wolf, and the wolf attacks the sheep. The sheep learns to defend himself. So next time he's attacked, he's fought, he fights back. And then they call that sheep violent because he's he's aggressive. But is a sheep aggressive for fighting back and defending themselves? And I think what he was trying to say is people are pushed to a point where diplomacy doesn't work anymore. At that point, the only thing to get people to listen is havoc and mayhem. I think it was definitely pushed to a point because I think George George Floyd was the like tip of the iceberg in America. When you had, mm-hmm. you know, so many, like, I mean, you're talking hundreds, maybe even, you know, thousands of people that went through that. They tried to go the right way about it. They tried to take it to the courts. They tried to get the police prosecuted like that didn't work. All right, let's mm-hmm. try a different approach. Let's just start smashing up the public. And I don't agree, you know, in a sense of I get that people's businesses were ruined. That isn't obviously not acceptable at all because people work hard for that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, can I blame the protesters for protesting for what they believe? What for something that you shouldn't really be fighting for in the 21st century? To be honest, it should just be a given. Do you know what I mean? Right. No, so I agree. It, it, yeah, that's like a perfect segue into this other question I had for you guys. So, <laughs> yeah. what are your thoughts on the coup that occurred at the Capitol? From an I've outsider's perspective, I'm curious. I've got, yeah, I've got a question about that. So. Like, like I said to you, the UK loves a conspiracy, yeah? But mm-hmm. this come from this come from the racist Twitter from the UK. So we got racist Twitter. So these are like all the racists that just sit there on Twitter and make their comments, yeah? I'm uh-huh. quite big on Twitter, so I'm always looking at that. So, like, they, they come out and said, like, Antifa had intro- infiltrated the riot, uh, the riot on the coup. I, I laughed. I, I can't lie. I laughed when I heard that. I was like, this is literally the same... Patriots, there was pictures of a group of Americans who were at the BLM protest but um, standing against BLM protesters. So they were they were standing against them. They were at this place as well. They've been pictured in both places. So they've been caught, basically. Like We know what side they're on. Do you get what right. I mean? We know what side mm-hmm. they're on. And uh, they tried to say they were Antifa protesters. And I'm just thinking, like again, another saying, I don't know if you heard it before, but they're definitely clutching at straws with that. It's outright Trump supporters. Let's, yeah, let's have it right. That's it. It's just yeah. Trump supporters. What do I expect? Nothing less. I know this sounds really bad, but when I look at a Trump supporter, I look at somebody who, all right, this is going to get a bit like rude and no disrespect to anyone from these places, <laughs> but I look at someone, I'm going somewhere with this. I go look on, at on. a Trump supporter and I literally look at those people that uh, wave the, that racist flag you know the one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And they, they're married to their cousin. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that, that was, that's, that's what I think. Like, that's what I look. Inbreds, yeah. Yeah, 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 nice. yeah. No, no, nah, but honestly, like, and they're there, you know, and they're I mean, chewing on their straw, trying to get into the capital. And was, I, that's what I just see when I, I see someone shot, like man. a Trump supporter, you know. I'm sure they're not all like that, but I'm just saying that's what I see. I, I think it was a sh- I was shocked to see it. Everyone I don't know how. I, I, I don't know how they got in. How they got but in. But the thing is, yeah, yeah, they but got in. Snipers. They got they, they, they got no, but they got let in. But hear what I'm saying. They snipers on they, the roof, bro. How did they get in? They snipers on the roof. Supposed to be snipers. Once you touch the grass, you're not supposed to be on the grass. You're supposed to get shot in your foot. They're no one got shot. They're, they're, there you go. If, upstairs, that's the only there. thing I will say. If you went to our parliamentary buildings, which where, where we have houses of parliament in the UK, you and you step foot over that line, that's you it, will bro. Get, that's where police bring guns out. They, we have that's like it. special forces who have guns only. Not all police carry guns. Some mm. do. They come out when you step over that line. And when they yeah, come exactly. out, they're going to shoot you. So, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's, it's, this, it's this crazy. Ram, let us just, yeah, there you go. The office is there. Take a left. And they took the, I think I got one guy posing in the camera laughing. He had the, that thing. He had the, I don't know what it's called. He had the thing in his hand. And then peace sign. I was like, bro, are you all right? Why are you, your faith ain't covered or nothing? Bro, yeah. You, no, that's you the thing, you know, like, 
Uh, my thoughts on the coupe was that it was in on my 2021 bingo card. It was like 2020's departing gift to us. I was like, bitch, you thought it was over. <laughs> no, it's not. We've been kind of talking about it a little bit throughout this podcast episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say I'm surprised, but I'm surprised but- at the same time. But what surprised me was the way like Donnie was saying, like how the police literally escorted them inside the Capitol, how like nothing was done. I actually saw a video later like circulating going around. I guess one of the Trump supporters who had gotten inside the building like got hurt and they were bleeding out. And so one of the cops comes in and asks like, do you need help? And like this dude has a gun, you know, and he's just sitting there and he's like, do you need help or anything? He's like, glad I found you guys. Like being so nice about it. And I was like, uh-huh, where was this niceness when George Floyd, you know, mm-hmm. where was this niceness with Breonna Taylor? Mm-hmm. Where was this niceness with Tamir Rice? I was like, hmm, yes. my oh my, mm. have the tables have turned. I also think I got to clarify, I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory on your guys' end, but there were police officers who were found to be involved cooperating in this coup. Police officers yeah, like but- off the clock who were yeah, participating in this coup. Oh, yeah. And there was yeah, also like senators me. and state representatives yeah. who were yeah. also in this coup. I've seen so, a senator get arrested. Yeah. Oh, and man. so I was like, arrested, yeah. well, isn't that interesting? But that's but that's the thing, though. They're just getting arrested. Is anything really going to happen to them? Absolutely not. Of course not. Of course not. We all know that. Of course not. One of, of course. one of these slap on the wrist, slap on, slap on the wrist and they right, go off. Right, right. And I was like, but if, like we were saying, like, but if it had been like the Black Lives Matter protest, if it were, had been people of color, best believe it would have been a massacre. Best massacre. believe. Massacre. Everyone's dead. None of us, no like none of those people would have made it out alive if they were all people no, of color. No, no, no. But they, no, even no. that, they wouldn't even got in the building. They would have got shot from the snipers. They, would, they wouldn't even got in the house. The, right. The they wouldn't have got in at all. So that's a exactly. joke when I saw that. That's, that's ridiculous. And I feel like that's like a good comparison to Black Lives Matter because when it was the Black Lives Matter protests here in the States, they had like men in army suits with guns and full on like, um, I can't remember, like shields and helmets and they would, and they shot and they tear gassing us. So much more aggressive. Again, keep in mind the Black Lives Matter protests, the protesters were unarmed. They were going into these protests unarmed. And yeah. in this coop, people with guns, with guns, like you said, no face covering. We are going through a global pandemic. Do not give a rat's yeah. ass. And I think that was a moment where like the whole world, the whole world saw it, but especially like the United States were like, or the rest of us were like, wow, like this is really the country we live in. Like this is it's, really. It's but do you know, yeah, but do you know what? You say that about the pandemic thing, but it's, do you know what? I didn't expect anything less because I see that the start of the pandemic, they were, they were protesting at hospitals. Like people were protesting at hospitals because they didn't want to yes. be in lockdown. So, but it was also, but in. it tends to again, like, sorry not to cut you off, Paula, but no, it's also right. like Trump supporters, Republicans, because like, um, there's this thing like my yeah. body, my my body, my right, the mask oh. prevents me from breathing. But like, they are so pro-abortion. Okay, where. I'm like, that's cool. You're using that same. Oh my god, oh, you're making me talk about something else. But like, it's funny how yeah, they I use. Know what you're saying. It's... it's funny how they use like those sayings for their own agenda because they were using like mm. for pro-choice. They were using like mm. the are saying like my body, my choice. They're using it for a stupid mask. A mask isn't gonna do anything. A, a fucking baby will, but a mask isn't gonna mm. do anything to you. Yeah. And then exactly. the same thing happened because there were people who died. There were people who shot in this coop. It it did happen. But what I don't like is the fact that they're like, oh, my, there was this one going around Twitter. I don't know if you saw Paula, probably because you said that you're on Twitter a lot. But there was this one post going about like this lady. She was a veteran. They're like, say her name. She was a veteran. Like, say her name. Fuck cops. I was like, well, that's interesting because a couple months ago you were saying blue lives matter and all lives matter, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, she she died because she was breaking the law. George Floyd died, Tamir Rice died, Breonna Taylor died, and so many other people died, black people died because they were because of the color of their skin, not because they necessarily broke a rule, but because because they were just a different colored skin person. I, and how dare you use that saying for your own stupid agenda? Just That's say me. one thing. George, see it's crazy, it's funny you say that actually, yeah, because see with the George with George Floyd, yeah. A lot of people obviously were very quick to bring up like his past convictions that he had, which mm-hmm. look, I get it. I understand everyone has a past. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with whatever he was convicted for before, but 
and let's be real, when he died, he died because he gave over a $20 note that someone thought was faulty. It wasn't because of past convictions, cash which he served it time check, for. It was, was cash. So you, ch- so, so he had his neck choked out for basically our equivalent of like 20 quid, 20, 30 pound. Mm-hmm. Just what? What like he? It's it's mental because people can't face the fact that that was you know a, attack of a cop again on I would say a group of racist cops to be honest with you, but everyone has their different ways of describing them because people want to make excuses for them and make sure things are right. They think oh the first thing we'll do is we'll bring up all his past convictions he's had, and yeah. then what we'll do what we'll do is we'll just say well he was why do you want to keep you know especially in the UK I know a lot of like. Like I say to you, our, our like racist Twitter went along the lines of, "Why would you let someone breathe who's done what he'd done?" You know, and he had his past. I get that, and obviously this all come out, and everyone's got a past. But he served his time for it, so shouldn't like anyone else be able to get on with their lives and move on? You know, right? Um, no, we shouldn't be judging someone for what they've done in the past, especially if they're trying to change. But that doesn't also give the right to somebody to kill somebody because they gave a fake note over it. It just baffles me. It baffles me, you know. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is touching. It's, it's, it's a joke. Me. It's bad. It baffles me. I feel like a lot of deaths in America, I don't know where it is, yeah? When someone of colour dies in America, the UK feel it so hard. Like, we're passionate about everything. So when someone dies in America, it's like, oh my gosh, again? And it's like, oh, racist crop again? It's like, what the hell is going on? It's meme pages on Instagram and the stuff, and they get reshared on there all the time. Yeah, Got, like it's, things it's, of it's, Americans getting, but it, it's crazy though because it happens over here as well, you know. Like, yeah, and the thing is, is, people like I don't want like Americans to think like, oh, people must look at us and think we're the only. But this happens like, and I can tell you now, this happens in the UK. Yeah, often. often. It's not as. It's not as. It's not as open as the US, but mm-hmm. it does happen in the UK. It does. It's, it it's does. crazy. That, like, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, the stuff like me me and one of our friends that actually used to do this podcast called Femi, he, we was driving to, uh, to get some food and uh, he got stopped because he was driving a new car and pretty much, the, 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 basically the police car was five cars back from where we were in, in on the road. So five mm-hmm. cars between us. The windows were shut. Both our windows were shut. Bearing in mind, he doesn't let people smoke in it. He didn't let people smoke in his car anyway. He didn't let people smoke cigarettes in his car, let alone weed, which he doesn't smoke anyway. So they said, oh, from five cars back, they could smell. The window was cracked open slightly, apparently, and they could smell cannabis. We was like, we don't, we, we're not smoking. Like, There's nothing in the car, so I don't know what you're smelling. He's pulled up. We've shut open the window. We said... I, I I did say to him like how have you got like the nose of a cat because like five cars back and you're smelling cannabis with the windows closed, you know? And then he changed it and said, "Oh, where'd you get this car? Did you pay cash?" You know, that's the sort of stuff we get over here. So like people will like they'll try and patronize you if you make sense. I noticed with America, a lot of people are scared of police because of what they're capable of. But yeah. over here, I think it's more people don't listen to police. Like mm. in certain places, police have actually been run out of areas. So what I mean by that is people have been pushed. There's like local areas where there's, I would say, a lot of gangs or whatever. And do you remember that, Donnie? That got pushed. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, Someone, yeah. <laughs> 30 police officers got pushed out of a local area by a gang. Yeah. There's a different opinion of police officers here. And I think a lot of people are clued up with their rights, like they are in America. But I think the difference is, is if a cop gets violent here, I would probably say the chances compared to in what happens in America is definitely less likely of, you know, maybe I'll say dying, but it does happen and it has mm. happened. And it, when it yeah. did happen last time, that sparked London riots. And I don't know if you yeah. remember or heard about that, but London riots, pretty much the whole half of London was on fire. That was 2012? Yeah. Oh, wow. 2012. Duggan, Duggan, uh, guy, yeah, Mark Duggan was the guy... Mm died and he was shot by a police officer they actually shot him they said he had a gun in his pocket but he didn't have any gun in his pocket and when he went to court they proved that as well so they said like on the basis and the police didn't actually didn't think he had a gun in his pocket they just shot him basically they could have arrested him they just shot him he didn't have anything on him I think he was dropping his daughter off to school 
Yeah, or so, something yeah. like that. So yeah, he he come back from there, and you know, yeah, he got shot and he died um, on the scene. I think it was, and then that sparked London riots because he was quite a popular guy in the area that he was in from London. Mm. So then everyone saw that in London, like the George Floyd thing, and in the US, and literally in I think overnight, over two nights, the UK, London was shops were getting it was looted. Crazy, it's crazy. It was crazy. It was very busy. So you know, we yeah. So I think we can relate definitely, like stories, if that makes sense. Like yeah. US, yeah. UK can relate. It's like our criminal justice system here in the United States, it's jacked up. Like it's so corrupted yeah, on so I'll, many ends. I watched and... so many Netflix documentaries <laughs> of your justice system, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like just like up, our police alone. Like, it, I mean, it's shown over and over again, and with the coup, it just reinstated that fear between in that fear and that distrust between the community and the police. I don't know how it's going to be able to be rebuilt from here. To be honest with you, do you think, do you think Biden can do it as an American? My thing is, I don't want to give Biden too much trust because I don't think it's up to Biden to change the country. Mm. And I think that leads into my like final question. If we want our government to change or change to happen in our countries in general, what advice do you have to do that? How can we go about that? For me, I would say change starts with you, you know, it starts with us. If you want to make a difference, there's multiple resources out there. There's multiple organizations to get out there and become involved. And like, it's such a cliche thing to say, but the power is in the people. People mm-hmm. have the power to do things and to change things like the black lives matter protests like again like that became like the largest movement in u.s history and also the largest global movement everybody came together because everybody saw the injustice and what had happened to george floyd but the countless injustices when it comes to black people in this country yes exactly exactly and like just people of color in general like the injustices that we just keep taking like i said like this presidential election it was almost like hurrah moment it was like a clapback because it was almost like the people were rising and saying, you know, enough is enough. Like, you can't yeah. keep mm-hmm. stepping down on us. Like, exactly. we have power, too. 100%. If we want change to happen, it starts with you. Obviously, go out and vote. You know, that does make a difference. If somebody tells you otherwise, do not listen to them because voting does make a difference. But you can start locally. You can start in your own city or in your own state. You know, one small action can create a huge impact. Now with this going on, I feel no, no one's scared no more. They've had yeah. enough. Like, after all these years, fuck it. Well, we're not scared. We're going to protest. We're going to campaign. We're going to do so much stuff now. Like, that, that's a good look. Like, before, people would be scared to talk. Yeah. Before, people would be scared. But now they've got their phones out. Touch me. I'm recording. I'm recording you. Like, everyone got their phones out. It's, it's, it's a lot now. So, before, it was it was very scary, like, to protest or say anything. Because you thought, oh, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to. I'm going to lose. I'm going to get beaten up. Beaten up this team and the street but now people don't care it's been going for too many years now they've had enough and it's a good stand 100 i think for me if i was answering that question if you want our government to change or change to happen in our countries in general what advice would you have to that i think to be honest with you i think change starts with education i think in the uk personally i i think there isn't enough there isn't enough key things taught in schools here from a young age that should be you know there's so many things that including politics and that uh it shouldn't be a degree you've got to go to uni to learn about you know voting should be explained i, I know it weren't explained to us when we was in school Nothing um, at all, bro. <laughs> and, and i think there should be a thing from a young age for kids to know like for example yeah. maybe in the u.s as well about their rights that should be taught to kids in school as well and when yeah. i say rights i'm not talking about you know for america what uh, you know, learning about the history of your country and our, and the same with us as well. But I mm. think in a sense of, you know, if this was to happen, how would I go about it? Well, I learned this in school, so I know how to deal with this financially. Do you get what I mean? Or yeah. as bad as it sounds with the current situation it is, maybe you have to teach kids as well. What do I say to a police officer if I get stopped? You know, it's it's, it's mad to say, but it's a realistic mm-hmm. thing. Do bro? It's true. It's true. But that's, do I run? Know, that, or do I stand still? Like I'm scared. No, no, but not not even that. It's, it's it's about knowing your rights as well when a police yeah, officer but, stops you. Not that but, that makes a difference sometimes, and I get that. But mm. I'm saying to you, there is a lot of people out there that I think don't know their rights when it comes to finances, like you say, the law. You know, these sort of things should be taught to kids in school. So I think education is one of them. 
And I think mm. the other thing as well, I think is having an understanding from everyone's perspective instead of just maybe brushing it off and under the carpet like it always gets done. Yeah. Like we, like I say to you, we're in the 21st century. Like racism shouldn't be an issue. Discrimination shouldn't be an issue, but it is at the end of the day. But well, that's we, never going to change, No, that I hear that. I hear that. Change, I hear that's that. But what change, no, I hear that. But it's, it's crazy to think that since 2010, and it's a, it's a mad comparison, but I always say this, how many generations of like iPhones have we gone through and how many different softwares have we gone through, but we can't sit here and have a conversation with other people and people don't want to have that conversation some people but mm. you you know my point is technology advances but we don't advance as people so like yeah. it's just like we're not really growing so you know i definitely think education is probably key to yeah, most things changing the way people think but maybe parenting as well parenting from home from young because your kids do what you teach them yeah so exactly. do you know what i mean it, at the end of the day if you teach your kid hate they'll preach hate so yeah. I think it does come from a family background as well. Mm. But yeah, I think mainly education and maybe parenting comes into it. Although you can't, it's a difficult one because you open another can of worms for a whole different conversation where you say, you know, if kids go to a school, they're influenced by friends. Right. So then you've got the aspect of put the parents aside. Their parents don't know what they're getting up to at school. Their friends are now influencing what? them. And if they come across a couple of people who think negatively they might push their friend to think like that as well and their parents have no control but you know it is so again again with that though uh school friends it's part of growing up in it i know it's i know it's mad saying that but it's part of growing up so you're growing up you're learning things regardless i know you get i know you get schooled at home obviously you know the rights and wrongs from home but at school you're gonna meet friends you're gonna say oh have a little puff with me it's have a little cigarette with me you're gonna get that it's gonna happen it's part of life it's growing up in it but obviously you know, it's just how you direct yourself. You can take the right path or the left path. Right. The red pill or the yeah. blue pill. It just depends I think, how you yeah. think of things. You know what I mean? I think the last thing that I was going to say as well is, and I think there should be more conversations at government level with this because there isn't. And governments, maybe for yourselves in terms of the president uh, and their party, your end, Biden probably needs to come in and he's got a big job to do, I think, because he's got, he's got, he's got to deal with a lot of the damage Trump's done to the US, which is broken right now. You know, going through the lockdown of coronavirus that is going through the US at the moment. Obviously, I don't know how bad it is over there. um, Where you are. (laughs) It's pretty bad. Yeah. So (laughs) that's what I'm saying to you. So it's like, but he's got to deal with that. Then I think, you know, after, you know, when they see the light at the end of the tunnel, then he's got to get the country repaired. I think it's very difficult to do that during lockdown. And mm-hmm. by repairing the country, I think it's changing the opinions because after this, people will be damaged in the US and not just from Trump, but from president in general. People are going to have a distrust for presidents, regardless mm-hmm. of who's in charge. They're going to have that barrier of defence that anyone has if they get done wrongdoing done to them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think what it is, a lot of American people have a lot have high expectations for Joe Biden. It's not that I'm afraid, but I know that he may not meet all those expectations. No, that's just because I'm a political science major. Like that's what I've studied, so mm. I know he won't meet all those goals. But like I was saying, like we can't expect him to flip everything around. And there's also, at least for me in my country, people keep saying like, "Oh, well, everything was going to go back to normal. We can't go back to normal." There's no way we can go back to normal because normal wasn't normal before. There was issues that were, you know, underground and they came up to the surface. Our new normal should be like addressing those issues, like you're saying, like having those open conversations, having those conversations we're scared to talk about. Mm. And yeah, but we may not disagree or we may not agree on everything, but at least we're having an open conversation about it and at least have some mutual mm. respect of one another. And I think maybe to some degree, we can start becoming better people, better civilians, better citizens, one step at a time, hopefully start changing our country for the better. If you would like to learn how to be a better advocate for Black Lives Matter, click the link in our bio on both Instagram and Twitter to become more educated. Things you could do now in regards to support or where you can donate.
Well, that wraps up the episode. I want to thank Donnie and Paolo for and Bammy, even though he couldn't make it, the host of the Waffle Top podcast for joining me. I'm going to give them a chance to shout out their social media accounts if you want to follow them and subscribe to the Waffle Top podcast. Yeah, so Waffle Top PC for Instagram, Waffle Top Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube, where you can find audio and video podcasts episodes. You can find the audios and videos. So just type in Waffle Top Podcast to find those. If you go via our Instagram, we also have links to those in our Instagram page. And then, yeah, you can also find us on Facebook if you type in Waffle Top Podcast, where we uh, post up updates and new episodes as well. Yeah, that's it for us for a shout out. Thank you. Thank you for coming, guys. I ha- enjoyed right. having you here. I enjoyed having you too. I enjoyed enjoyed it. It It's a very yeah different and uh, much needed conversation. And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to be up to date on what we have going on on the Self-Conscious Podcast, such as upcoming episodes who our guest co-hosts for each week will be, upcoming podcast collabs, small businesses highlights, and so much more. Our Instagram is Self-Conscious Podcast and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with this episode, learned something from it. If you like this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the Self-Conscious Podcast. We are available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And might as well share this episode with a friend or family member. The more listeners, the better. We post new episodes every Tuesday. Eso es todo por hoy. I will see you all next week for a new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas.